Anatawa Anime Untucked. You're listening to Anime Untucked. In this podcast, we'll not only discuss anime and the characters, but we'll dive deeper. We'll discuss the backstories, plots, and even hidden symbols. If that's something that interests you, then this is the podcast for you. So just for the audience there, um, kind of like a model of the sign. And I mentioned before, I'm a physicist. <laughs> so very, two very different uh, worlds. If anybody wants to follow me, I'm at uh, model underscore T Kirk. That's T-K-I-R-K on Instagram. And um, just to give you a background of myself, I've been watching anime and reading manga ever since I was quite young. I mean, I got drawn in pretty much like most Americans with Dragon Ball. So I'm basically from that era to give you also to kind of date myself. And, and notice, <laughs> notice he didn't say Dragon Ball Z. He said Dragon Ball, okay? Right, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z was a hip thing to me. <laughs> Yeah, so I would say right now, Chainsaw Man was, it's up there as one of my favorites. It depends what, what it's more with the type. The, the, the anime that I really love right now is actually Eminence and Shadow. Um, I really recommend people to watch it. It's because the reason I like it is similar to one of the reasons I like, um, Chainsaw Man. And Chainsaw Man is kind of like, an anti-shonen. Shonen is what's really popping right now in anime. And it kind of takes this and flips it on its side and makes something very successful. Mm. The reason I say this is if you look at some of the popular shonen right now, My Hero Academia and Black Clover, you have these really noble heroes and they, you know, they would sacrifice themselves for the to save the world, you know, the very hero style because they come from the genre where heroes. I mean, my hero academia is in the name. It's it it's for that ideal type of hero in a shonen, and then you have Chainsaw Man, which <laughs> really flips it on its head. I mean, as you pointed out, people view this guy as a scumbag, and when you first see him, you probably have a a low impression of him, but then he really grows on you. And the protagonist has not very positive qualities. And that's something very new, I would say. I don't know many shonen that have this, you know, so I think he really flipped it on his head. Um, I don't know if you remember, but like the first scene, it was basically um someone i don't think we know who it is but they're basically kind of like turning a door and kind of like we hear the door opening so as someone who without giving like spoilers away as someone who's read the manga and is a little bit more further ahead than most of us can you give us some type of like um like what is your idea about that whole scene does it doesn't have any type of like representation or any meaning behind it well it certainly has some significant meaning to it and my impression of the person who that is is actually Denji. Mm-hmm. And that door represents 
something really important that happened, which actually no one knows. And it it is actually being protected by, as we find out a, a bit later, it's being protected by somebody. Really? Yes. Okay, and, just, for, just for people listening, not, sorry to cut you off. How far along are you? So like where in the manga are you, just for people listening? Well, the manga now is at part two. Okay. So essentially the first part is like the public safety part where, you know, Denji's working for these people in public safety. And after that, I, I don't want to give too much about it. <laughs> yeah, well, part, part, okay. part two is Denji, but in a completely different type of situation. Okay. I was kind of shocked by it, but wow. yeah. So that, that, that's the big difference thing. And part two kind of wraps up a lot of stuff well, as I see the direction that it's going, it's going to wrap up a lot of stuff that occurs in part one. Okay. Interesting. All right. So the door does have a significant meaning. A very significant okay. meaning. I like that. I like that because I felt like um, I kind of like shared my ideas with other friends. I was thinking, you know, they kind of made me feel like I was just looking a little bit too much into it. But I'm like, no, they showed that. They showed us that, um, that for a reason, you know, that has significance. So great. Okay. Um, my... However, my first impression of it was that it was somewhat more connected to the beginning. Okay. But um, it is, it's something really important, which is occur that something that occurred in his life that is being held from him. Okay. Interesting. So the door does have meaning and um, would you, you, you pretty much said that in, I'm, I'm assuming part two would be season two in the anime. Would that be correct? No. No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, it'll probably. I'm. I don't know exactly, but it'll probably be. So there's one. I think there are three more arcs. Okay. Or maybe four uh, more arcs in part one. Till it. Yeah. Till it okay. Continues. So you're you're way ahead. Got it. <laughs> well, the, the manga is way ahead. Got it. In okay. fact, the, the the funny thing about it is that um, my son first told me about Chainsaw Man because he was reading it. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at it on Joan um, and Jump, and to me, the cover looked kind of corny. So I was like, I'm not really interested in it. And then I noticed on Hulu, I I said, oh, I was telling my son, oh, I see it. It's on Hulu now. And then I said, well, maybe I should check it out without having any expectations yeah. whatsoever. And that first episode drew me you in. Hooked. You were hooked. Yeah. It, to me, it was amazing. That first episode? To me, it could have been a book. Right? <laughs> I want to say, um, how did I learn about Chainsaw Man? Uh, I know around the time, like, I saw the advertisings around maybe, like, November. or maybe, No, no, no. I think it came out, like, October, the anime, right? It was, like, towards Halloween-ish a little bit, I think. So I kind of yeah. see the I kind of saw the advertising around that time, and I honestly looking at the artwork, I'm like, okay, what the hell is this? Like, you know, I, I all I would say is kind of like you when I saw that first episode, not having any expectations, not knowing what this was about, I was completely hooked. And even going further as we as the story progresses, I'm like, wow, this is a really good show. This is a really, you know, for me as a person who kind of likes symbols and symbolic meanings i'm like this show hits a lot of things that are relevant in society at least like american society i don't i don't know about other cultures but there's so many things that it references as far as like 
demons and basically there's a demon for everything like fear guns and basically they thrive on or they they're more powerful um judging how they're perceived by society how much they're feared and i felt like that like again i'm not reading the manga i i plan to start it soon but i feel like this show is probably going to hit a lot of like um I don't know, like symbolic um, issues in society, which I felt like was, I don't know if other shows really do that, you know? Are you a big anime manga fan? I am. I don't read much manga. Um, uh-huh. I want to, but I do watch a lot of anime, yes. Okay, okay. Um, what really struck me about this one, which differs from a lot of other anime that I've seen, is... And I, I don't know, it could just be the type of anime and manga I um, absorb. But to me, a lot of things were very, let's say, realistic. Mm-hmm. Excluding, of course, the whole demon thing and the, the yeah. devils and everything like that. But it essentially takes place in a modern world similar to what we exist in. All of the countries still exist. Japan exists as it normally is. U.S. is there, Russia is there, China, you know, it, it exists there. And interactions with the people are more or less the same if you exclude the whole devil thing. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and the reason I say this is the person-to-person interaction, because a lot of the interactions I see in other anime and manga, they seem more, uh, how, how could I say, like the typical thing that you would see in a manga or anime. And um, I think sometimes it's reflecting on a certain type of view of Japanese society. That's my impression. Mm. And this, to me, seemed to be more down to earth. Yeah. I felt like, um, I felt like, at least like why I mentioned like American culture, the whole idea that the gun devil is kind of like this top of all the devils, it's the gun devil. And I feel like, you know, in America, we obviously have a gun problem. And I felt like um, even in the episode, I think it was episode, um, I don't remember the, the um, number, maybe nine, I think maybe, but it was from, no, it was uh, it was either from Kyoto or it was kind of like around the episode. It was like uh, gunfire or something like that. And we kind of just see how easily these people have guns, they have access to guns and how they're able to basically commit evils you know or crimes with these guns you know within a blink of an eye they take out the whole daggone squad with a gun you know these people who have <laughs> yeah. access these people who have devil contracts taken out with bullets instantly you know so it's kind of like you know that whole idea of you know guns are very powerful things you know they can within the, you know within seconds they can really shatter and you know change people's lives you know yeah. um i want to um, I want to kind of like go back to the beginning and kind of like talk about Denji's upbringing, I guess. So like what I like about Denji, kind of like similar to other characters in anime, he has like kind of like a, you know, he has a rough bringing up and things like that. But I feel like, you know, this guy, he really like this, Um, at least as far as like the writing goes, they really make it a point to kind of portray the idea that this guy is really like viewed by society and a lot of people as trash um we see him literally being thrown multiple times into a dumpster people calling him trash people telling him he has no value he's selling body parts for money um 
you know, and yet somehow for some reason this kid is still pushing through. Like a lot of people, I'm sure would have they would have just ended their lives or they would have just given up. But this guy, without really having any type of um reason that he can voice, you know, to keep pushing forward, he does, you know. And um I kind of want to get your like as somebody again who's kind of like further ahead than everyone else. What do you think about um Dingy's character? And without giving away too much, do we see him kind of like evolve um into something else because of his upbringing? Like because of his upbringing? Yeah, so like for example, even like in throughout the story, he's a dog, right? He's constantly Okay, yeah, yeah. I I see what you mean. Okay. So I got got kind of thrown off there. So you brought up a very good point there. And um, what I found very interesting, and again, this to me kind of separates it from many other manga and anime I've seen. I mean, it to me looked like these more of French noir films where it has a very dark feeling. <laughs> Denji comes from a very crazy situation and i mean to me it's one yeah. of the darkest that i've ever seen i mean the the kid is at the funeral talking to a yakuza guy and he's here like you better start selling your body parts sell yourself on the street something yeah but you gotta pay us and this is I mean, all while after the guy's father just died and previous, yeah, exactly. prior to that his mother died of some unknown illness you know right Right, so it it started off extremely dark, and the the interesting thing, well, I mean, he was actually kind of suicidal at the funeral, mm-hmm. you know, because this is when he meets Kochita, and he kind of gave up on life, but then he thought to help this devil, and this thing, I'm sorry to sidestep a bit, but this was very interesting to me, because I don't, I don't know if you have an opinion about this, but even where I am right now, I don't really gather the general opinion of people because if devils are running around on earth i think they would be something to be feared rather than something that you could befriend you know there's i guess you could say well there's kind of good devils and there's kind of bad devils but it's weird that he had this interaction with pochita and also that he knew devils eat uh well consume blood and that he could give him the blood, his own blood. I thought that was very interesting. Um, and we don't see it, as far as, like, in season one, we don't see that a lot. The only character we really kind of see that with is, like, Power. Like, she has this affinity for this cat, of all things, right? So I'm kind of like, um, I really don't know what devils are in this anime as of yet. You know, are they all evil? Are they all innately bad? Is there some type of, like, you know... Do they have like an arc, as we say, like a switch or something that happens in them? You know, even like Katana Man, he, his reason, so to speak, for his vengeance is because I guess Denji killed his grandfather, who he put, he yeah. painted as this nice guy, even though he did bad things. And so, like, mm-hmm. that's his reasoning for um, pursuing Denji. But prior to that, who was he? You know, it's like, actually, no, like, we see that um, in the anime, they say it's uncommon for what is it, like, humans to kind of, like, bond in that way, like, um, body-wise with their devils? Yes, because, yeah, so Denji is a very interesting situation. He's a hybrid. Mm -hmm. And you learn later from uh, Kashibe 
the guy who's training him in power. Power is a fiend and Denji's a hybrid. Denji's immortal. Uh, and um but power is pretty almost close, but she could be killed. So that that was something that's interesting with that regard. But going back to what you uh, first asked me about with Denji, so he's at he is rock bottom. He is at the bare essentials. And this kind of tripped me out because I I lived in Japan for a short period of time. Oh, I'm so jealous! <laughs> I'm so jealous. And um, society, I think, as an average person there, is pretty good. And for Fujimoto to come up with a scenario like this, he has to really think outside of the box. Because I also know poverty. You know, I originate from, well, not such a poor country, but I've seen real poverty. And I mean, I can even imagine Denji's situation. After he killed that um, tomato uh, devil and after Yakuza takes out, well... You get this amount of money. I think it was like four hundred thousand yen. It was some. It was a good bit of money. But then you say like taking out this finder fee, this, this, and that. All you have left over is enough money for a slice of bread. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> a slice of bread to survive for a day, and then he shares it with Pochita. That is a rock bottom poverty, you know. Yeah. And. That's all he cared about. I mean, when he first came into the, um, when he met Makima, and she said that, you know, when you could join us, you have three square meals. And he said, like, I'm good. You know, he, and then his goals kind of changed with that. You know what I'm saying? It was just the bare minimum, and he kind of evolved from that. He wanted more and more and more and more. And, um, he also, the way I looked at it, and, and to go back to what you were saying, how people treated him like dirt and like garbage, I think and initially he kind of thought of himself like that. Yeah. I but then that. later on, he, he has the will to live. You know, he wants to survive. Because initially, like I said, he was kind of suicidal when he met Pochita. He didn't care. And then he started to get more out of life and he actually wanted to live. That, you know, that was a theme that came up later on as well. So he certainly did evolve, especially when you look towards the, the, towards the end too. And also there was a big conflict that you saw when um, Hemino died. Because he thought to himself, you know, she, you know, of course, she puked in his mouth or whatever, but <laughs> they kind of bonded. And he I, would, didn't, I would hope so after that. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, he didn't really feel anything. And then he was going through, you know, all the people in his life. Well, how would he feel if Aki died? How would he feel if Power died? And at the time, but I think not, not much time has passed. But he was growing affectionate with all of these people. And even the Katanaman says that, you know, didn't you feel anything by killing these zombies? And he's like, nah. And then he said, like, you you are not like me because he's also a hybrid. But he says that he has a heart. And then, you know, prior to that, Denji was thinking, does he really not have a heart? Because, you know, Pochita kind of took over his internal organs, including his heart. 
So he's saying, does he even have a heart? And I think that is something that grows with him as the the story goes on. That's actually, um, you bring up a good point. That's something that I liked about Denji too. Um, for me, I kind of saw his humility and I saw that um, in the beginning when he's um, introduced to us as this character who is, as you said, who has hit rock bottom people view him as rock bottom he is you know quote-unquote trash and people throw him in the trash and he has to sell body parts for basically nickels and dimes and i felt like to see this guy um uh basically later on we see him um um when he's killing demons and stuff he instead of using his chainsaws he basically like he considers he considers it kind of like a mercy to like hit them like with uh um yeah. So like to even have that kind of like mercy to me, that's kind of like a person who is um who has a heart or who has some type of good nature in them. Because like as we said, like he has no reason to be nice. People are not nice to him. Society has never been nice to him. So why be nice to any you know, why be nice to anyone else? And the fact that he does that and the fact that he kind of um I wanna say he has this like childish innocence, you know, even talking about his reason for living, like it may seem kind of like superficial, but like he wants to squeeze boobs. He wants to <laughs> kiss a girl. He wants to do all these, you know, childish kind of like preteen things. And like, to me, there's kind of like an innocence in that, you know, he really has not yet seen the world. He has not really had a life, so to speak, to experience. He's always kind of been, um, after the death of his parents, he's kind of been at the beck and call or kind of like in debt to someone or something at all times. And that's something I'm interested to see um, <clears throat> either in season two or like reading the manga. I want to see, does that, is that something that is consistent? Is he this person that's always indebted to someone or does he at some point get his freedom? Because I feel like um, as I'm watching the anime, this kid has never had freedom. He's His mother died of an illness. His father committed suicide. And even in that, in that scene, he coughs up blood before he, before he kind of like merges with Kota, he's coughing up blood, so you're sick. Are you dying? And then immediately after merging with Wachita and gaining his power, he's a dog. So he goes from like this cycle of gaining power to then getting his power taken away. It's kind of like, you know, um, he's a slave to to some extent. And I'm interested to see how his character develops. And even um, just moving forward a little bit, (laughs) you might know more about this, but I feel like... um, what are they called? Uh, the Devil Hunters. What's their squad called? Um, public safety. Public safety. I feel yeah. like there's some type of hidden. I don't. I don't trust public safety too yet to protect the public. I feel like there's <laughs> something going on. Oh, and, most definitely. Yeah, and I feel like um, we kind of get a a sense of that towards the end of the season after um, gunfire and from Kyoto. Um, there was a scene. I'm not sure if it was on purpose, but it wasn't answered for me in season one. The scene when Makima is on the train and they're basically assassinated. We saw her get shot. We saw her body in that chair. And yet it, it that's not apparently what happened. So we see her at the end of the season. She has the power. We don't know her devil yet, but she has the power to basically kill people within an instant. She has to make sacrifices. You know, pe- she has to take souls to do it, but she's able to kill people and, and basically, you know, take them off the board. But it was never answered what happened on that train. Did did she really get shot? Is it just a, prim- uh, a, a hallucination that the people saw? What else can she do? Well, no, she most definitely got shot. 
Okay. Okay. That's their, head, their That's brains were blown out. That says a lot. Okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that actually really scared me because, and and again, like what you were saying with the whole public safety thing, because I'm just like, okay, this is a good thing. The public safety is good around. They're cleaning up the devils. They're killing them devils and everything like that. At first, it was kind of weird to me. So like, well, why do they want to work with a hybrid if their goal is to take out the devils? Are they just, you know, as we were saying, like maybe they're just controlling the bad ones, but devils are okay. And, and as long as they're controlled, like like you were saying, as you, as you brought up there, you know, with Dendi literally being a dog, well, actually really like a slave, that was something really weird from... Is that, I think it's either the end of the first episode or the beginning of the second episode. Because Makima, when you first meet her, she's somebody that's, you know, a breath of fresh air, you know, a really nice yeah. person. And then it completely <laughs> flips. She's here like. And she's she, manipulative. She, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, not that just manipulative. She's scary. She's like, you got to do what we say. Well, basically, she says, either. You come with us, or we kill you as a devil. Basically. Yeah. You know? And the whole time, the threat of his life is always the thing. Even when he would join with Aki, even when they were later on with Kashiba, it's basically, if they rebel, if they go off script in any way, kill them. You know? <laughs> so they, they were really literally like slaves. And Every mission that they had, that was the thing. If you don't do what you're told to do, you're going to die. And um, th that was, as you were saying, that is a common theme throughout the whole thing. And um, it's a really interesting point because if his whole life was like that and then he finally be becomes free, what would he do? Yes, exactly. You know? What would you do? How would like, you behave? Like with great power comes great responsibility, right? Like, what would you do if you yeah. are, if you have this um, chainsaw devil who also we learn is, you know, um, is basically feared or kind of like revered by other devils. Like, there's some significance to the chainsaw devil. As cute as he was, he has recognition in this um, devil community, right? So much that people are pursuing him and want to kind of like extract him from Dingy. So, I feel like. Um, my mind can only speculate as to like where that goes, but if him and Pochita were free and still united, what would that mean? You know, and um, I kind of want to um, hold on one second. Let me look at my notes. That was one of my questions is, can a devil be free, right? So we kind of like see, um, I think it was like one of the final episodes in season one um, where they basically pursue Katana Man and I don't know her name, but the girl with the snake, they pursue her and we kind of see, um, oh my gosh, uh, Aki. We see Aki basically go to like this, I guess it's like they keep them in a prison in a basement somewhere or like in another facility, but they have devils basically behind bars, right? And they're just- Oh, um, when he goes to meet with the future devil. Yes. So like, it kind of seems like the idea is to kill devils or to somehow- um, uh, Contain them. Contain them, right? right. Um, so that again, like, can devils be free? Is that 
it, it seems like that's not a thing. Like, is there is no world or there's no concept in the society where a devil is just free. They're either pursued or they're kind of like incriminated and kind of like contained, like you said. Right. Well, see, that's a good point. Well, the question is, are there good devils and bad devils? How are they viewed? Um, And you see more of that later on. Okay. Now, one thing I would consider this a plot hole, to be very honest with you. Okay. I'm thinking about this. Devils, have their power based on the fear from humanity. There is a tomato devil. Yes, that I one. Mean, thank you. Yes, yes. Okay. Denji overpowers him rather easily. And I would have to say, Denji's pretty athletic for being a normal human being, you know, but, but still, he takes out the tomato devil pretty easily. Then I'm thinking to myself, if you have a tomato devil, that means literally every single there's a devil food for everything. Has a devil. There's a devil for everything. Yeah. Yes, anything that can be feared, there's a devil. Right, but I mean, <laughs> if there's a level of fear for tomatoes, there has to be a level of fear for pretty much anything. Yes, and that's kind of like my point that I was making with um, this kind of anime, kind of like touching on uh, like culture and like society a lot of people have phobias as a lot of people who don't you know who've never suffered from like anxiety and panic disorders they can't really understand the phobias some people have but people have phobias for everything there are people who are afraid of falling there are people who are afraid of um the sky caving in you know so it's kind of like i i thought that was an interesting concept to introduce in this um this animated story if you will that there are devils basically for anything that can be feared. And so like we saw there was an eternity devil. Like it just makes my mind wander. Like where, where can this go? What type of devils can we see? And what does, you know, uh, assuming what their power is, what can, what does that look like in this story? You know? Cause even like we saw the eternity devil, I didn't know how he's going to get out of, out of that one. <laughs> and you the know, eternity like, devil knew him. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so this is uh, a really interesting point there. And um, I guess later on you find out more about it. Are you are you kind of like, uh, <laughs> are you suggesting anything? Are you trying to like be subtle? I'm trying to be subtle. Okay, okay, <laughs> got it, got it. Um... And also one thing that was really interested with his battle with um, the Eternity Devil is that in order to give him more endurance, he had to consume the Eternity Devil's flesh. I thought that was very interesting, too. And kind of like, because um, I think the idea is that all devils in some way, after consuming blood, they can like rejuvenate and kind of like mm-hmm. keep going. Right? So I felt like, um, as of right now, all we know is that Denji can produce chainsaws seemingly from various points of his body yeah. so i was like if you have this guy who's like we said is extremely athletic and he has chainsaws equipped and all he needs to do is consume blood to keep going he doesn't need sleep he doesn't need food apparently that's you know that's a that's a, not a guy i would have fuck with you know <laughs> that's a guy <laughs> you know who i would not I, I, you know quote unquote wanted to get into a gunfight with you know and um i know you probably know this already but i'm like what 
again, I, I'm kind of just like wondering who is this Chainsaw Devil and why is he so kind of like, I don't even know if it's revered or feared at this point, but people want to get to him and I'm like, okay, why? Because all we saw was Pochita and he might have another form for all I know because I'm like, this cute little thing, that's what y'all want? Y'all want that cute little thing for what? <laughs> you brought up a really good point and I'm, I'm going back to what I was saying with the devils and being feared. When we meet Pochita, he's dying. Yeah. Right? So something obviously happened to him, but he's nursed back to health through Denji. But he still doesn't look too scary, right? So he's he is essentially the chainsaw devil. That little that little thing. That little he's thing. not really that tough. But the tomato devil to me looks so tougher, much more powerful. Yeah. And then you look at the zombie devil, eternity devil. Why are they after Pochita? Because Pochita's pretty weak. Oh my gosh! I'm like so, to me, this is to me, uh, this is a plot hole. But yeah. you'll see later on why it's not really. Now I feel like I, re- I need to read the manga today. <laughs> it, it's, okay. it's really interesting, and also the Chainsaw Man's true power. That is really interesting, and you'll see why he's really feared and uh, revered. I should say. So and why everybody wants him. It's, it's a good point. But then you have to say, well, it's still a mystery who the chainsaw devil, even further on, you don't know truly who he is, right? Because as you say, there's different devils and they could actually have different attributes depending on what they consume. Because why the bat devil, right, mm-hmm. acts very different than the, the eternity devil? What? Why do they have those specific powers? It's not really associated with their fear. Well, the bat devil is, but the eternity devil, it's not really. I mean, what kind of powers would an eternity devil have? Or even then, like you said, like the tomato devil. Like, what power does a tomato have? I I would assume that a tomato devil could just, you know, reproduce a lot of yeah, tomatoes right? and throw it at you. Right, fried tomatoes, maybe, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'll get you sick. Oh, <laughs> exactly. So, but they have different attributes depending on on uh, whatever they consume, and it 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 gets kind of complicated. So you don't know. Because, like, the Chainsaw Man's true power, and then why Chainsaw? I'll, I'll tell you this right now. One of the reasons why the Chainsaw Man was supposed to be the most feared person, the author, Fujimoto, he was quite fond of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that, that show, the movie. He was actually influenced by a lot of American shows, and okay. you really see it in the intro. But it plays out through many parts of it. So that's really why Chainsaw Man. It's really the author's preference. Got it. But <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure there's gonna be more to this later on because he's quite he's quite intelligent in the way he put makes the sim- symbolism. I mean, if you read the manga, there's tons of little things that you gloss over and it's actually really important. So, like, I mean, every little detail in there, they come back to. It's not like, so, like, for instance, when they showed those two little kids having a a snowball battle, 
I just thought, why are they bringing this up, you know? And they're bringing it up for the gun devil, but it has even greater significance because that, because, you know, one of those boys is Ak. Oh, wow. Okay, I got to go rewatch that then. Okay. Yeah, so, and and I'm here like, because that's why Aki joined. Because oh, you, his whole, oh, you're talking about with his brother. Got it. Okay. Yeah, his whole, it's not just, but his whole entire family was killed yeah. by the gun devil. In yeah. fact, many of them, why they joined was because of that. I kind of don't understand the gun devil's power because why is speed such a big factor? Oh, okay. So see, now this is why I was confused. Because when I saw that scene, I honestly thought it was like a wind devil. I thought a tornado just came through and just took the house down. Okay. So it was a. No, that's the gun devil. That was the gun so, devil. So, like, when the gun devil appeared, he jumped from place to place. Like, he was in Russia, he was in China, he was in the US, and he killed like millions of people in like a second or 30 seconds. He was going wow. extremely flat, fast and killing tons of people. So I guess maybe like a speed and bullet, I guess. Maybe. I I he's moving faster than the speed of light. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so, so I'm a physicist, by ah. the way. Oh nice. <laughs> so <laughs> So um and actually people have calculated it. So they hear like he's going from this point to this point, he only spends this amount of time and he's moving faster than the speed of light. So I didn't understand why they had speed as part of it. It could just be with the amount of violence going on in those countries, but it's not proportional because, you know, who has more gun deaths than us, you know? <laughs> so I, I think the worst was like in India or somewhere. It was random. Well, anyway, I, I didn't see, I understand the gun devil's power, but I would assume there's other devils more powerful than him that they would be more worried about yeah okay because there's a devil for everything right exactly i'm thinking so, right now i'm thinking nuclear uh, nuclear bomb devil like you yeah, know? exactly then there's a bomb devil there's a nuclear bomb devil there could be even be like a, a nazi devil or um war devils you know there are many different types of devils so i would assume that a war devil would be much more powerful and much more Fear than say a gun devil, right? That um, I want to kind of like talk about how we mentioned before, like public safety, right? Mm -hmm. There's obviously some type of um, I guess we could say hidden agenda with public safety. Um, I'm not really sure. And this is the part that's confusing to me as a watcher. It's like, I'm not really sure where the hidden agenda is coming from. Cause I feel like Machiavelli has a hidden agenda. I feel like the higher ups have a hidden agenda and it's just all together. When you put them all together in, in something and call it public safety, I'm like, I, I don't know who to trust. I don't know what's going on here. And um, we even- That's see, a very good point. And we even see like at the end, I think it was maybe the final episode, we see Makima kind of like sitting down with the, um, was was it, are they called the Yakuza? Is that who it was? Oh, yeah. When, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, yeah. when she said, when she had the bag. Yes. She said, this is the ice. I'm like, who is this bitch? Like, Makima, really? Makima and this is, was like one of the scariest people is, I've ever seen. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, from who I thought she was at the beginning versus who I think she is now, 
don't like I kind of like like don't get me wrong she's one of my favorite characters because she's kind of like like she's that bitch but also mm. she's kind of like I'm afraid of her because she's that bitch so it's just kind of like I don't know yeah, you should. She, is she on my side or is she not that's the part that I'm confused about and that, that's why I don't know whether or not well like, you you said a very important part and it comes up much later I think it was even the last episode was it I'm not sure if it was the last episode in season one she's meeting with Kashiba. And Kashiba is kind of skeptical about her. And he says that you better be fighting for the side of humanity. Yes, I remember that. Yes. And I was, I was like... Ugh. And then he says, you're a liar. You know, when she gives her response, he says, you're a liar. So, yeah, yeah you, you brought up a really good point. And as I was saying, in the very beginning, you, you hear like, oh, public safety. They're keeping everybody safe. And then you Supposedly immediately see, you you immediately see Makima has a whole other agenda. A and the question other. is, is she under public safety or this is her own thing? Exactly. And I'm thinking there has to be somebody even higher up because she's like a director or whatever. I'm, I'm thinking, who's the CEO? The CEO's got to be like, got some crazy powers because a, she's yeah. under them. Because we see kind of like I don't know if it's um something that's like kind of like written into the contract, but we kind of see like the higher you go, or it's, I would imagine so, the higher you go in public safety is like your devil is more legit. Your devil's more you know, like well, uh, technically only Division Four is supposed to have devil contract. Really? So this is also something that caught me off guard. So so. Denji and so they're like a they're like a special team basically. Yeah, that's a special unit, and it was a special task force using devils. So technically, Makima doesn't have a contract, which is also a really scary thing because she's obviously not human. Clearly, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I thought she's she had a contract. Something. Okay, and so that then is... the question is, who knows? Because. When she met with the public safety people, when they they said that she's blood all over and everything like that, she said, like, I'm all right. Nothing happened to me. But we clearly was... saw she got her brains blown out. So that means she's keeping it from them. Mm-hmm. It could be because they're really low. Maybe the higher, higher up people know. I don't know. I'll tell you this right now. Even where I'm at, I don't really understand public safety. Okay. I don't know. Who's controlling it? What's going on? It's it's a mystery. I mean, I I I'm hoping by the end of part two you know more, but yeah, you you don't. Are they good or bad? You don't know. I mean, obviously they're trying to do some good things because they're trying to get the gun devil and contain and capture many of these devils. I do have to say, as a side note. How did the future devil get caught? He could see the future. <laughs> Good point. Good. I mean, like, who saw the future? Unless, devil? unless it's part of his agenda or his, you know, part of exactly, his exactly. And even like he said, he kind of like alluded to this idea that he gets some type of pleasure out of seeing people's futures or their deaths. So, like, maybe he just wants to sit there and like just. I mean, but he could do that freely more so than he could in a, in a cell. So 
That would well, sense. not necessarily. Maybe he knows there's more interested people that are going to true, true. work for public safety. I don't somebody, know. Well, versus somebody who's going to die in a bed. Like, he, like <laughs> oh, you're about to get your, your head sliced off. Like, oh, you're about to get betrayed by your, your best friend, your, your, uh, your, um, your superior. Like, you know. Very yeah. interesting. And I mean, he's still, even in part two, he plays a major role. Well, not a major role. He's still in it. And it's important. Because people want to see the future. So I, I thought that was really weird that the future devil got caught. <laughs> I rewatched it a third time when, you know, I, I was going to uh, do this podcast with you. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, I kind of want to like, uh, if, 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 like, if anybody's watching and they don't want to get a spoiler, this is the part where you exit. Um, I want to ask, is Jimenez actually dead? Is she really dead? Is she gone? Yes, I would say. Oh, okay. 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 And she was actually one of my favorite characters, too. Yeah. Okay, so can you answer this? Um, Something that confused me about her death was... I thought in that scene, we basically saw her... Um, I guess as a result of, of her union or her contract with the devil. Basically, the more the devil dies, she dies as well, you know. It seems right. So we saw that the um the snake had basically swallowed. Well, okay, okay. he's contracted to give the devil to to get more of the devil's power. I'm sorry, as a side note, I had to say this, but it's kind of like in um Black Clover. Okay, with, I don't know if you watched that. I I fell off a little bit, but I, I watched another. Uh, okay, it's kind of like with with Asta, the more he gives the devil, the more power he gets. Yeah. So okay. it's just like her, the more, like she gave the devil her eye. And that's why she could use the hand and everything like that. And she just keep kept giving it more. She Got gave it. the arm and kept giving more and more and more in order to get, to release the full power of that devil. Got it. Okay. So then, um, my other question would be, we saw after that, um, I, I honestly, let me see if I can just look up her name, because I feel like this is disrespectful. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, what's her name? Are you talking about Cobaini? Is she the girl with the snake? Oh, no, no. I Actually, no, I forgot uh, oh, her name. Sawatari, right? Sawatari, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we see that basically she gains control of the ghost when she's facing Aki. How does how does that happen? Like, how does... Is that, like, because she already because has... Her, the devil consumed it. Okay. And so, that's how she's able to control it. So that's what I was saying. When a devil consumes another devil, they have some control or even absorb some of the power of that other devil. Interesting. Okay. So by that snake devil, um, uh, eating the other one, she was able to control that devil. Okay. Very interesting. Well, I should say, so she thought because. Well, yeah, she, was yeah. Still kind of yeah. She was still team, um, public safety. Or at least, yeah, yeah, like, which like is team, also kind of weird. Team. That that is actually a bit of a plot hole too, because it's not really supposed to be a mutual thing, but that's apparently what happened. Yeah, that see, and that goes back to the whole idea of these devils basically forming 
I guess we could say like human attachments, I guess, right? Or like um, having some type of like human emotion um, with their yeah. contractors or whatever you want to call them. Um, like kind of like how we see with like Denji and Pochita, like it seems yeah. like Kimeno and, you know, the ghost has some type of, um, I don't want to say it was like, oh my God, I love you. Oh my God, we're best friends. But it's like, there's kind of like this, oh my a God. Mutual respect. Mutual respect or more like a, um, yeah. uh, I can't find the word for it right now, but it's like more of an intimacy a little bit. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Like, they know. do have some kind of a bond and you will yes, see you it later bond. on. Yeah. Okay. You will see it later on how that really works because it, they live like a hybrid. They live essentially together, kind of like a parasitic relationship, but they need each other, but there's still a quite a bond with them. That, that's true, yeah. Very interesting. Okay, so um, we learned some new things today. Um, I want to say probably the most eye-opening for me was, um, you said that Aki, I mean, not Aki, um, Makima does not have a double contract. She does not have a double contract. Well, I don't know if I should say give you a definitive answer for that to spoil. So, okay, 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 okay. Wait, 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 spoil, wait, wait, If you wait. want me to spoil <laughs> it, I could tell you. Okay. Um. Let me rephrase this. Okay. Uh. And it still might be a spoiler, but in season one, when we see Aki use a devil's power and kind of like just kill people with a few hand gestures was that a result of a devil contract yes that's with the cursed devil thank you okay are her eyes and that takes, that takes <laughs> part of his life of, of her life oh, the... of his life oh wow so that takes part of the... oh wait 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 time out time out I, I think you I, I missed uh, I didn't hear that correctly so you're saying uh, you meant Makima because I think you said Aki at some point. Yeah, so the I, thing I that she was doing yeah. to kill all of those uh, people, how yeah. she got the name of the Yakuza, and like she has uh, somebody from Death Row basically, yeah, and has them say the name, and then she could control them. Yeah. So was that a result of a double contract? No. No. Are her eyes? Um, a result of a double contract. No. She's a very special person, and you're going to see how special later in part one, and then all of part two is about her kind of, or people who are very similar to her. Mm. What they did in the anime truly showed the nature of Makima. And, um, versus the manga. Yeah, yeah. You, you see that she's a twisted person, but when you see the anime, you're here like, first, first of all, I mean, a lot of people are attracted to her. She's a woman of confidence and everything like that. You know, she's she's got a cute face and everything. She's a attracts you, but then she's scary. You know, <laughs> you can see she's a really twisted individual. She she like will tell you, I'm gonna. She's a like a psychopath. She would say, like, I would chop you up into little pieces with a smirk on her face. You know, like, when she met with the Yakuza, she said, like, y'all, these are the eyeballs of family and all your close loved ones. She looked like she's just 
having tea. She's yeah, like and, she's talking about like, she's talking about the weather. You'll see later on why she behaves like that. <laughs> but to us, she's a weird person. <laughs> I felt like um when I said earlier like she was manipulative, yeah. that's what I saw when um I feel like there's a point where I feel like she always she already knew in the beginning, um, she could sense like Denji, you know, he has some type of feeling for her. It's pretty easy. Like he kinda like puts his feelings out there, right? I feel like when um there was an episode or like a scene where she basically um she gets very intimate with him and basically says there's a difference between kind of like like um sexual feelings versus when you have sexual feelings for someone you're intimate with someone you really right. um, you know um admire and she basically puts like his finger in her mouth and everything and do i think that she has something for denji no but I know I think she knows what she's doing, and that's to me the scariest thing to do. Like when she can manipulate what she knows matters to you and what she what she knows is something of value to you, and she could take that and kind of like use it to her own discretion or her own agenda. I feel like that is something that makes anyone a dangerous person. You know? She knows that Denji um He's very inexperienced. He's very easy to kind of like uh, persuade. And she's basically, you like she, even though she's true to it in the very beginning, she basically said it like, oh, you're going to work for me or you're going to get killed. She's very uh, blunt with what she expects and what she wants from you as far as that dynamic. But to kind of like, it's kind of like with anyone in a relationship, I feel like there's sometimes always one person who's kind of like more, um, I guess like into it or kind of like more uh mm-hmm. you know you know what i'm saying right she yeah. knows how dingy is and like the fact that she's she's basically using that to her advantage to basically get him to you know just keep doing the work i feel like yo that's a that's a scary person like it that's just with dingy so like how how can she and would she manipulate someone else you know we already saw well, she takes eyeballs and put them well, in the box. you know that she is right so that's actually when i first saw her i knew she had some kind of a power mm. and it was controlling because look at aki aki also loves her yes but he doesn't good know point. why good point he doesn't look like he doesn't necessarily behave like He's Google Gaga, you know? He's yeah, like, exactly. Like, Denji is completely head over heels in love with her. Thinks she's and, just the highest of the high, you know, she's the best person on the planet. Right, but Aki doesn't necessarily, and he says, like, you know, that's one of the reasons he beat him up, in, well, I wanted to beat him up in the beginning. It was because he said, like, she's too good for you. She's my girl, you know? <laughs> So I assume that she has some manipulative control. But I don't know if it was a magical thing or that just using her feminine wiles to attract the, these guys. But to me, it was much more of, of a magical thing because one of her crazy looking eyes and um, the way that everyone is kind of spellbound. And I, to tell you the I truth, think so too, yeah. She has control over... It's not just... Um, not just the males, because at first I was Ooh, thinking she has some special okay. things for males, but it's also look power is everybody is when like you saw when she was in the bar, 
everybody's mood switched when she came in. It's like, oh, it's boss lady, you know, straighten up, you know, everybody's. And it's not just because she's the boss lady. So it, it seemed like she had some power over everybody. I and think it's so. not your typical, I'm the boss, I'm trying to follow orders. I think so too, because like, if we just kind of like, um, you know, stereotype everyone or kind of like generalize them a little bit, when we talk about kind of like sexualization, power really has like the body that quote unquote most men like view as desirable, right? She's got, well, even though we learned that that's fake, you know, but she has a big <laughs> boobs, you know, she's got yeah. the long hair, she's got the, you know, she's, she's skinny and everything. So like you would think that upon meeting, without even her opening her mouth and then you say, oh shit, never mind. Without that, you would think that power has more like, you know, she'd be able to get men to kind of like be attracted to her. Yeah. But versus Makima, no. Like, Makima has this thing. She's in a suit, like we said. She's covered up. You don't really mm -hmm. see much of her figure, really, you know? And yet she has this sway, this kind of, like, you know, she has this sway over people, you know? And even, like, her, her personality, she's very monotone. She doesn't give mm -hmm. you much. But yet right. somehow people are drawn to her. People are, you know, like Aki, you know? Like, they are willing to do her bidding. And really, like, um... Of course, us just watching is just a season or whatever. And like you, if we assume that you know these people are real, Aki's been working with her for some time. They've have a, you know they formed some type of relationship. But just looking at it from the outside, she has like we said, we have she has no real personality that we can really see and and digest. You know, what is it about her that you are all drawn to? She's not fun. She's not you know like what is it about her? You know, she has no real quirkiness. She has no real you know she's seemingly at all times the boss lady you know yeah so it's just like there has to be some type of like you said like magical um affinity to her and like we, we really do see it with her eyes like she is different from other people just on that alone there is something to her but like there is like you said this she has this ability to kind of like attract people and i do feel like it is supernatural you know yeah and i think it may even be with her higher ups she kind of behaves the same with them you know, when she's speaking to them, uh, they were asking her about her quote unquote dogs. <laughs> and she they were saying don't get attached to the dogs and they just have to do what we want them to do or we get rid of them. Mm -hmm. And um she's basically she's as I understand and everything, but it's more like I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's to me what came out of that. That's what I felt. I feel like um, the what I perceive like from her character and just from watching the anime and not reading anything, I also got that, and I do feel like it's kind of like judging just judging just by that conversation alone. I'm like, okay, so they're not the real boss; she's the real boss, right? Got it. Like basically, she does what she wants to do, or if she doesn't, like there's really no fallback. There's really no. Um, consequence really like she's really like in a league of her own like mm -hmm. i can't imagine other teams with um whatever her position in this, is in this team whatever it's called i can't imagine that they all behave that way and they talk that way to you to you guys i can't imagine right. i feel right. like right. again like there is something about her that sets her apart really from everyone else and like i feel like that's also something that she uses to her advantage too like she kind of like um, like we said, we call her a boss. She exudes boss, you know, mm -hmm. like it's something about her that is so um 
I don't know. Like it, 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 it kind of goes back to like this whole hidden agenda. There's something about her that is just not, um, it's just not obvious, and it's just so. Yeah, there's definitely something off about her. Yeah, even in that world that they're in. Yes, exactly. Well, like you were asking me earlier, I mean, she got shot, and like when I was saying, like. Cause I was watching this thing and I'm here like, oh man, Denji's not gonna be able to hook up with her. That's she what did. I thought, yo. That was the yeah, worst. <laughs> that was the most like that was to me. That was up there with Game of Thrones. I was like, yo, <laughs> exactly. I yeah. took out all the people I liked in the first season in one episode, right? And like that's a, that's a actually kind of like the sad part too. Is like, fortunately for her, it, she she did, she did not die. But everyone else that episode, they were dead. They dead dead. You know, so it's kind of like, <laughs> um, again, it's something that sets her apart from everyone else. Even if it's just you know like is um, unfortunately like a power thing. You know, like realistically, like okay, so it doesn't seem like she can die, or or if she can, it's really hard to kill her. You know, mm-hmm. whereas like I said before, these people who have double contracts, a bullet takes them out. You know, as as great as that power is to have a ghost that you can't see and you can't touch, you still get shot with a bullet, you're gone. You know? Right. With her, um, because I think you said before, like she did get shot, right? She she yeah. it, wasn't, it was an illusion. She got shot and she came back from it. That alone, I don't know what I don't know what power you got, but that's that's the yeah. one I want. That's the one I want, you know. Like mm. forget the ghost. I don't want to die. You know, like so um again, well, yeah, like just one final thing, as you mentioned, the devil contract and everything, you know, and yeah, this is something up, that right? everybody is uh, wondering. And this is Kobani, right? So you really get to know Kobani in the that little arc with the Eternity Devil. She's terrified, and her yeah. story to me was funny because her parents are hit, like her older brother Spark, so he goes to college. And they told her, yeah, that was messed up. either you join public safety or, or you go work in a brothel. <laughs> One of the two. Like, yo, what an option. Like, hey, honestly, yeah, and- honestly, I would have chose the latter. Like, <laughs> let me go. Like, I can handle that. You know, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta be emotionally tough, but versus you in a maze that you can't escape. And you know, that to me, she, like, she lost her mind. I would too. I would have quit. <laughs> At first, I was like, "What? Is, why is she even a character? What is she doing?" And then, but this when they had, uh, you know, when they bisected Denji and they were carrying him yes. away, she's taking out. Yes, who is her contract Yes, he's all of a sudden like bloke. She you know? is a very interesting <laughs> character as well. She is a very interesting character. So that is a mystery. No one knows. So even now, like, and I don't know if she her character is gonna come back or whatever. She is, I mean, what what's up with her? There's something I don't know. Something with her. I don't know if they're gonna continue with it. I mean, normally Fujimoto doesn't make little weird errors. I mean, it could be that I don't that he wanted to keep it as a, a secret or I don't know. But I mean, what's her deal? That to me is one of the the, the thing that has me the most curious. Is that something like that portrayal of her character, is that something that's consistent in the manga? 
Yes, but like I said, I, I think you get a lot more of it when you see the anime because she's so shook. She's terrified. She's ready to start killing the public safety people. She said, like, I can't take it. Even, even like, like her... Toilet water. Even like that switch she has, that like that switch, and then all of a sudden these acrobatic abilities, like that's something that's consistent to her in the manga as well? Well, as far as I remember, that was the only time that she really did that. Uh, she may have done some stuff later on in the manga, and she pay, plays a very important role towards the end of part one, a really weird role. <laughs> but, um, that, that, like, I think that one scene that was her big moment mm. and they don't really address it later unless i missed it in the manga but no one really knows who she contracts to does she have a contract is she a hybrid you know where did this come from and then she says it's a secret that's what got me you know because the only person who would know would be makiba right mm. Maybe Aki knew. I don't know, but what is it? I mean, what devil power is gonna make her like Flojo? She's yeah. <laughs> it it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she also, was. I was here like, well, why didn't she kill him? She could have obviously yeah. killed both of them. So that was. I mean, she was. Bad. She was like even like dodging the snake, right? Like she was. Yeah. I mean, that's a shoot. Because I was here like, oh man, that snake is pretty bad. They don't have yeah. a for that snake. But I mean, she just ran up she on did it. it. And she did. It was light work. Out the girl. She could have took out the girl and the container. And didn't, didn't she at even one point, she had kind of like um, deflected a bullet with her sword. Didn't she do that? Like, am I making that up? I might be making that and, up. No, and no, either she dodged it or deflected it or something. Yeah. That's right. Because, I mean, like, they couldn't even shoot her. They couldn't take her out. She's like a one-man army. Yeah. So what's her power or her contract or whatever she has? Because there's some people who believe that she plays a bigger role that we're going to see in part two. And I'm curious. And that that could be. Because so far she hasn't come up in part two, but she was at the end of part one. Okay, so she hasn't come up yet in part two. Yeah. Interesting. But like you said, like you said, um, going back to the intro with the door, mm-hmm. um, you said he really doesn't, he doesn't, um, <laughs> he doesn't like make little mistakes like that. So like, you know, if she has a bigger role to play, it, se- it seems like she, she will make a return. And then yeah. maybe, there's, maybe there's reason why we haven't, that you haven't seen her yet. And then, you know. Very yeah, some some people think that she's gonna be like one of the main characters really? later on. Interesting. And I mean, I I would think that'd be really interesting if they do that. Because as I'm saying, you know, with pu- this public safety thing, I have no idea what their deal is. Because to me, there has to be people who are higher than Makima in it, and that and that are running everything. And I think they got to be really powerful, whoever. It is. Because, I mean, she would be like equivalent of a director or something like that. Unless that was just how the setup was supposed to be. I don't know. To me, when I saw what Makima does and how she is, like how she survived that thing, 
I'm here like, well, who's on top of her? Yeah, exactly. Like, how, how, where do you go from there? You know? As far as powers turn, go. Dick, and, like, how she took out... She, she looked like she could have took out everybody. You know? Period. She just crushed them from afar. And that was the thing that got me, too, is because, um, you know, me still thinking that she has a, a, a devil contract, my thought was, so not only can she kill people... Not only is she able to avoid death, but it seems like if you're taking other people and basically exchanging their souls, like you kill this person here and it kills that person there, it doesn't seem like she's giving up anything to, to use that power of her, you know, of herself. Right. She's, you know, whereas every Minnow's giving up her eye, her body, everyone has to give something up. Whereas she's like, no, just give me that one and give me that one, and it'll it will squash it. Like, so it's just kind of like again, clearly. Like clearly, she is separate from. Yeah, other she's people. definitely on another level. And even when you find out later what's going on, you're still kind of curious to know why does she have all of these powers? And like, what what would give you the power to? You say somebody's name, and then you could control them. But why isn't it like you say their name and you could control them or exactly. something? I don't know. I thought that was really weird. I, I understand you have to give a life for a life. But um first of all, why do you have that power? That's what and I then and then I want to know was a blindfold part of it. Is like why that? Why did it, why did it have to be blindfolded? You know, what is going on here? <laughs> like what is this? Yeah. Yeah, that that's really and crazy. and you know, um But also she did not do it to the pe- people who the hybrid and the other contact yeah. normal person. Which to me would have been the most obvious kill. That's what I thought. I was like, Well maybe she didn't get to them on time, but no, she had the exact amount of people and that's what she chose to eliminate. And then I was like, you know, it could just be like, you know, I'm assuming most crime is committed by men, but I was like, Why only the men? Why the only men male inmates? You know, but that can that could be like I said. That's you know, a good point. Like, what is this to, to this ritual? I, I don't think that has anything to do with it, but um, yeah, that that is uh, it's a good point. I wanted to like uh, my other um, my other kind of like idea was we see and for some reason in the, in the first season the um, I guess we could say that. The Yakuza have some type of... There's a correlation between the Yakuza and the gun devil. And I thought that was very interesting to kind of, like, see this arrangement or, like, this business structure, this kind of, like, business relationship between devils and, like, people. Um, and that like, to me was just really weird. It didn't yeah. make sense. Why does the gun devil need money? That... and. I feel like that's to me. That's what I'm just. I'm like this anime is going to touch on so many different topics. Like there has, it's going to be like. I feel like there has to be a profound aha reason to, and it's all going to make sense. Because I'm just like, why? Like you said, like it's like why does the devil? I, mean, but, I'll tell you this right now. Later on, you'll see that that didn't really make sense. Oh, okay. Unless I really missed something in the manga, but. So what the main thing is, it's kind of like an anomaly in the story. It didn't really make sense. I think there were probably other 
actors, some intermediaries, because it didn't really make sense. I, not to me, anyhow. I, I didn't really understand it. Listen, if it didn't make sense to the physicists, it's not going to make sense to <laughs> Yeah, to me, in any anime that I've ever seen, there's always some kind of plot holes. And I think it's something... When you're a writer, you're writing something and you think it may be interesting and then you decide to go in another direction. I think that's more or less what it was. Because when I was watching this, I'm expecting the gun devil to be like some kingpin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's the impression that's, that's, that I that's what they That's what they're giving us, yeah. But that's not going to be the gun devil. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> And also, it doesn't really fit, right? Because a kinping is something that humans see. But that doesn't make sense to devils. Because their devils are on another level. They don't care about that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because the only thing they care about is power. And their power comes from fear. Yeah. And I mean, as long as people are selling guns, he's in business. So why does he need money and that that just didn't make sense to me um last question uh it's kind of like another game of <laughs> if you don't want any spoilers don't listen i wanted to ask and you could just kind of like say yes or no the other question that i had and to be honest i probably need to refresh my memory with the last episode but before going into that episode my question was like well if there's demons and there's devils or whatever. Are there angels? He kind of like gave me like a yes or no. Well, you know that one of the devils is angel. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I I, so, I remember seeing him, but I couldn't really remember. Like, is he really a devil though? Like, I couldn't remember. Like, is that he is also something that is unclear to me. Okay. So when you're near him, he steals your life energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really weird because he doesn't play much of a big role. And as you said, and this is, it's really funny that you say this because I've watched tons of anime and it seems that there's a fascination with Western religion for one and two, only devil. It's like, I guess, cause it's more interesting. They're very few anime that you would see that invoke religion and have both angels and demons. It's some, it would be like either or. Sometimes you have both, but most of the time they focus on devils. So that's how I treated it. Okay. Because it, it's just like, you know, Black Clover, it has demons. Well, what about angels? Isn't that obvious? <laughs> and it's pretty far along, but there probably won't be any angels coming into play. And I kind of, some people think that it may come up in uh, Chainsaw Man, but I'm not 100% sure. Because again, going back to this whole public safety thing, maybe they're angels who are running that whole thing. It could be. Wow, that's a good idea. That's an interesting concept. And I mean, I could see angels not having problems as devils, as subordinates at that really low level, you know, they're not making any decisions or anything like that. And that would make more sense that they're trying to, you know, clean up the whole devil situation. That was, that's really like, uh, 
that's ooh. as someone who has not read ahead, that's like a really good like whoa. I mean, that's what I was thinking. If you would invoke angels, that's how I see it. And I don't remember if they mentioned God. It's I don't know. In very few anime do I really see them have both. There's like very this big few. fascination with demons and devils. And that's my whole thing is like, I feel like because of the whole idea that whatever you can fear, there's a devil for it. If you introduce a tomato devil, I feel like you have to have the god devil, the whatever devil. Like there has to be this mention of angels oh, if you're going to go that far. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We will we'll see. But I mean, I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, it also depends how long Fujimoto is going to carry yeah. this on. Because like you said, like this anime really is like, um, it's kind of like more modernized, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it, it makes kind of like modern day society a little bit, you know? Right. Because it takes on all of these problems too. Um, because you could literally have a devil of anything. Starvation, you know? Yes, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's all up to the author, you know? <laughs> It's all up to him which direction he's going to take it. And my my intuition is he's not going to invoke them because he wants this to be dark. That's mm. the impression that I got. Okay, I can see that. Okay. It's all dark. I mean, yeah, like, even like we said before, like, even the, the protagonist, dark like his whole upbringing dark you know <laughs> yeah. and it's not just oh nobody likes me it's like dark like period like my mom is dead my dad commits suicide he hangs himself it's dark it really is yeah i mean from the very the first time you see this guy he's got a patch on his eye yeah <laughs> and like he's swallowing cigarettes like how low does it get and, like that's it i'm not gonna lie like it really made me sad like yo like it really to me like you said like it really captured um i want to say like how this character suffers and kind of like um it to me it, it does a really good job of just like capturing the evils of society like poverty like mm-hmm. that's intri- like without even knowing a poverty devil we see poverty like yeah, extreme you know, poverty. extreme poverty like and i imagine like that's what extreme poverty really looks like like he is happy to swallow that cigarette if it means it's going to get him an extra dollar whatever it's going to be you know and he's happy to just like have the slice of bread with pochita like he and he aspires really to do nothing else he said this is my life and this is as good as it gets i can hope for more but i'm not expecting anything you know yeah i mean his aspirations were really just yeah minimum uh, survival a luxury would have been bread with jam and i i feel like he says that i feel like he said that when he was in the car with makima right he said like this is yeah. the, the kindest anyone's ever treated me like this yeah. is this is i'm living the life now i get to eat what do you say like i get to like choose my meals or something like that he said yeah. like the fact that i can like choose these things now i'm living i'm living the life and like, also is... he doesn't normally people don't want him around because he stinks it's yeah. something that also you couldn't really see too, but and they didn't emphasize it. I mean, he's poor and poor. He's not taking showers. Yeah, so people didn't really even want to get near the guy. I felt like um there was some poetic justice to it too a little bit. Oh, excuse me. I felt like um 
because we even learned in the beginning, like he sold one of his nuts, right? He sold one of his yeah. testicles. And yet this guy, like we see this guy, he loves to punish people by kicking them in the nuts. I was like, you know, that's, yeah. that's something so I would probably Aki, do. Aki and the katana. Yes. I was like, that's something I would probably do. If I had to sell my nut, I'm kicking every one of you in the nuts. Like, if I get a chance to, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So, I also um, thought it was weird that he sold those. I know it's to show how dire the situation is. but And I know in Asia, the organ trade is something really big. But you would think it'd be like a kidney, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, I never heard of a testicle, like just one, you know, like. And an eyeball. I could see the usage of that, but I mean, I don't even think they're really doing surgeries like that. It would be something synthetic rather than the actual part. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of weird. They just tried to show it's really a dire situation. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw anything about Fukimoto. He had, like, two videos on YouTube. And in one of the videos, he's trying to levitate. Okay. He's a really weird <laughs> guy. And, and some of his other works are really crazy. Like, in one of his stories, it uh, involves... Uh, these two two siblings, he loves to have this whole family thing in there. That was his earlier works that he had like them with questionable relationships with one another. But anyway, so their power is that they can regenerate their body, right? Mm. So like if you take a piece of their flesh, it'll regrow and everything like that. And they grew up in extreme poverty. Their village was going to die. And you know what the recommendation was in order to save the village? Eat their flesh. Of course. <laughs> so they that was like <laughs> just the if you like I'm not really um knowledgeable about directors and, and writers and stuff like that, but if you told me this guy had written for like my hero, I'll be I'll be shook. Cause it seems like he's a dark person. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well this is his other story. <laughs> his other popular story. Some of his works and he's young by the way. He's oh. actually, he's one of the, I would say one of the best writers because he started at such a young age and he's doing so well. I don't know where he's going to go after this one. And also it's Mappa who's doing the, the animation and they're one of the top studios. So he, he, this is one of, I don't know if there's anybody that young who's done so well, but you don't know if it's going to be sustained. He is a weird guy. Next one could be going left. You don't know. I'm really like I, I'm. I'm really excited to kind of like start reading the manga because I don't really want to wait for the next season. I really feel like this is such a good story, and like you said, it flips everything that we've been introduced to so far on its head. You know, so I really like that um, about this anime, um, and I really feel like this was a great way to kind of like wrap up the um, the season, the anime, so to speak. Um, and it was really nice talking with you, someone who's, as we said, you know, read ahead, has read, read the manga and kind of gives us some insight into really where this story is going and what to expect. So, um, yeah, I think that's kind of like the, the, the message, I guess, at the end of the day is like, we all need to start reading the manga, basically. <laughs> like, this story is too good to kind of just wait for the season, you know?